0: The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. loan. Unique New York. Unique red leather, yellow New leather. York. leather yellow. You're perfect. You're ready. A lanolin tip of the tongue. A lanolin
1: lips, teeth, tip of the
2: tongue. <laughs> yeah, I love. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Welcome What's to movie t- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Man. <Anchorman. laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love Scotch. Scotch, scotchy, Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Welcome to Movie Time Machine, your retro movie review and pop culture podcast where we take movies of the past, relive them in the present, and talk about what we're streaming today. This week's movie, Edge of Tomorrow, starring Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, released in the U.S. on June 6, 2014. I'm your Time Machine host, Chad, and before we get to our topic of the week, I want to introduce you to my Time Machine co-host. First, these are Living Encyclopedia of Movie Knowledge and NES Cart Collector. It's James. Yeah, I would, would definitely uh, play this game. Yeah, this would be a rad game. It reminds me of that game vanquished. I was going to say vanquished with a,
1: a little bit of Prince of Persia, just rewinding time.
2: Y- yeah, exactly. Totally. That would be, cool. That'd be a cooler run. take
1: like where you like you had to actually think before you pressed your uh, your time to go backwards, like the with the dagger type style.
2: Yeah, I it's like van- vanquish meets braid
1: and instead it's just uh I'm doing up <laughs> t- I'm just doing up up down down left right left right and I have 99 lives contra style so I die all the
2: time but oh I just yeah start, totally I start over
1: it and I that just have to too. remember not to jump where i did
2: last time yeah that works too and he's our haggard looking 80s loving viral video watching guru it's Casey what up? hey
0: yeah uh, wait hold on what how many times have we had this conversation? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You're shaved now, right?
2: (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) And he's our sports reporter, Mr. Fished Rep Factory himself, host of the Midwest Mountain Sports Report podcast. It's Jamie. And he never finishes anything. It's Jamie. (laughs) Phil? Phil? (sighs) Ah. All right. So before we get into our movie of the week, let's take this time to... Talk about what we've been doing since last time we got together. Um, share what's going on. So anyone who want to go first, um, I can hop right into this one. Guys, I don't know if I told you, but I got an Xbox Series X. <gasps> you did? I did. Phil? And uh, I've been spending most of my time playing Minecraft still. <laughs> <laughs> <In> <laughs> well <worth> 8K. It. <laughs> In May. Yeah. No, but that's cool. Um, I got, you know, on that uh, game pass. So there's actually been some other games I've been dabbling in and went back and played the uh, the up version of um, was that Jedi Fallen Order. So being able to play like a version of that game, that is like so I'm not dealing with all the glitches and stuff. Um, oh, nice. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Just dove in that for like five minutes, but. Yeah, I'm I'm going to try to jump into Resident Evil seven here because it's leaving Game Pass, I think, at the end of the month. So I want to try to get through that um, here before that leaves. Since it's speed running, kind of. Yeah, speed running, speed running new. But yeah, actually, one thing I did want to share before I hand it off to whoever wants to go next, but um, had kind of a fun, interesting thing happen the last couple of days is my oldest son has discovered the Simpsons. Oh, rad. And, uh, yeah. So I think it was, maybe it was last night we started watching it. And, um, today after he got home from school, he kept on asking me, he's like, can we watch the show with the yellow people? I'm just like, uh, um, Archibald on Netflix. He's like, no, one where all the people have the yellow skin. I'm just like, um, uh, We started watching Uh, Minions burgers, but that wasn't age appropriate. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, The Simpsons. I was like, Yeah, of course. So I I went too far back though. Like the I was like I was like, maybe if I started five, and it was like he's like, Why does it not look good? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question, actually. So yeah, so I think we he's been I started on whatever season it starts with like the Treehouse of Terror or whatever that is and so, or one of them.
0: Hold on, rewind a minute here, though. Yeah. you said you watched
3: Bob's and it wasn't age appropriate, but Simpsons is. Yeah, I was definitely not allowed to watch The Simpsons. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. What I guess what like... did, what did
0: you see in Bob's that made you not want them to watch it?
3: Oh, just like
0: was talking about prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, <yeah, I> <laughs> that'll that'll do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prostitute. Okay, touche, touche. You know yeah, I it hear. It? You. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's some there's some adult stuff that they don't really hide.
2: Yeah, we're in like Simpsons. It's you.
0: more of like, yeah. So I don't know. I think I Simpsons say, are I more say subtle it. about it. Yeah, no, I, I think did, you're true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I can, I can see that. The only reason I ask is uh we I'll transition if you're done. Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, I was at the movie theater for the Ooh, first time in a long time. My wife what? and I. What? We yeah left the kids at grandma's and we went to the theater and saw. Uh, a multiverse of madness, because of course, because we had to, mm. uh, and I thought that I've was awesome. On that. I was really into that. Um, I'm huge into, you know, I think Dr. Strange rules. I think this movie was awesome. Um, I've said this to a few people, maybe in our chat and maybe some coworkers, but I thought, and it's not that I, I don't uh, necessarily seek out info and I don't necessarily hide from it with a movie that I know I want to see, but I didn't, there were a lot of things in this movie that, that took me completely by surprise. Which was awesome. I was actually really happy that I didn't know some of the the surprises, which was great. Uh, I thought that was awesome. Um, other things are new. Kendrick Lamar album is out. Think it's awesome. Been listening to it on repeat. Um, yeah. Oh, the other thing uh, I, in news because I know I've talked about it a little bit. We've talked about like crypto and crap, right? And right now, you know, t- speaking of re- recent news, the whole crypto, all of it. All crypto is crashing, if you're anyone's aware of what's going on. Uh, but serendipitously, Chad, you were talking about video games about a month ago, you know, a couple weeks before the crypto crash. I decided I, I randomly was motivated that I wanted an Oculus Quest. I was like, oh, I want to play VR again. And so I ended up dumping all of my crypto before it crashed to uh, to buy an Oculus. So I've been playing around in, with VR again. That's been fun. Nice.
3: I've heard it's not called that anymore. Isn't it called like the meta, meta something? Yeah, it's, it, well, another?
0: sure it is. I bought mine uh, secondhand or refurbished or whatever. So it's still Oculus branded, which makes me feel really good because I don't like nice.
1: that. Kesa refuses to call it meta. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: You ready to it's step an Oculus the
0: metaverse? Dude, no way. <laughs> I live there. Bought a bunch of real estate. Spent all my bitcoins. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> buying NFTs in the metaverse.
2: Yeah, they had
0: a thing called PlayStation
2: Home that was like, oh my God, that's like the metaphors.
0: Uh, but ago. I do have to say, <laughs> I have, well, PSVR is coming out, which is, I, I didn't know if that's what you were going to talk about, but PSVR is the next PlayStation VR thing that's coming out later this year, and uh, that's supposed to be actually really, really cool.
2: But we'll see. Yeah, there's there's rumors that they might delay that now, and just they're just trying to focus on... Um, like PS5 regular PS5s yeah <laughs>
0: we'll hey wait that's till fine the next with me i just we'll bought release. a quest so i'm good cool uh
1: i also saw uh the multiverse of madness and it was a lot of fun very very sam Raimi, uh which mm-hmm. made it, which made it fun um i just i think it's so much fun seeing different directors that we know and love w- that have their their little niches, like on a movie where you're like, Oh, this is a, this is a Sam Raimi movie. This is a Spielberg movie. Like this is a Nolan movie, like whatever it is, like where, you know, like the directors have their things that they do. Um But I love when it's like this superhero version of thing of it, because I don't know. I just always think it's cool. It's like, okay, this movie could have been a totally different movie with a totally different director. Like hands down, it wouldn't have been like this. Uh, so it's always interesting to, for me to think about like the, what ifs somebody else did, uh, took the reins on this. What if? Yeah. What if?
2: What if <laughs> um, season two?
1: Yeah. So it, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun and I couldn't agree more with case. There was several different sequences that happened where I was just shocked that I, and I, And I am one that, like, if I know I'm going to see the movie, I do try to actively avoid if I'm scrolling through my phone and I see a headline or a picture or whatever. I try to, like, uh, get past it or move on to the next page, whatever it is. Um, But I was still surprised that I hadn't heard anything about some of the things that happened in the movie. So excited for you guys to watch it so we can chat more about that. Um, Otherwise, I also, man, it was a heavy movie week for me last week. I saw The Bad Guys, the cartoon. Um, bad where guys. it's a, uh, where did anybody else
2: see this or know what this is about? No, I, I've it's, seen the trailer for it. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's basically like tip, like the it's an animated one for kids and the typical animals that would be considered bad. So like the shark, the tarantula, the piranha, uh, like a wolf or the wolf. Like yeah. yeah, like uh, they um, they're like heist or bank robbers in this um town where. Yeah, animals and humans live together uh, kind of thing and uh, they try to um, be good, it, like change their lives around and be good. So with the premise of them being bad guys, it's not really like that. Um, but yeah. it was kind of fun. And also, like I forgot who was playing the voices, so it's always fun for me to try to figure out how many people I can pick before the movie's over. Um, I was only good with two of them: Sam Rockwell and Aquafina. Which Aquafina's voice is really hard to miss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's so distinct. I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's so funny. Uh, and then the last movie I saw in theater was that uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nick Cage. And yeah, I have to say, I liked it. I thought it was really funny. Once they go a certain place with it, I almost wanted them to just be like, just own it, go even more over the top. Like once yeah. you see like Nick, like a younger version Nicholas Cage making out with older Nicholas Cage, like you're like, okay, just com- <laughs> wow. just commit. You know what I mean? Right. It's like. He's like Nick, you're amazing. Come on, let's get a smooch. <laughs> like, and they kiss, and it's just like okay, just like just continue, <laughs> like just and so it was fun. Um, what was more fun though? Like Nick did a good job. He's you know people have been saying that, but uh Pedro Pascal, uh I mean his facial expressions in this movie as like the star struck uh millionaire who uh, invited Nick Cage for his birthday because he loves him so much. Like his facial expressions and reactions to things so priceless. Like he did a really really good job. So. And then beyond that, guys, and we don't have to go into too much detail on this pod, but I totally got COVID like a month ago and devoured Game of Thrones. Like I said, I have been I would have done once I got COVID. Uh, so after I could hear my thoughts and concentrate after sleeping for three days, uh, yeah, I started Game of Thrones and it took me three weeks to devour eight seasons. Um, and I have to say that is one heck of a show. Uh, the eighth season felt very, very rushed, but that would be like my own like minimal criticism for it. Um, otherwise, I think it's a brilliant, brilliant series. Yeah. The eighth season is Jamie's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, I was, like really? you know, what's I... awesome though,
2: too, is like I feel like that's the only series that I've like rewatched like multiple times. Like, really, hold on, through. hold on. Yeah,
0: rewind. Most importantly, Jamie finished it. <laughs> yeah, Bazinga! <laughs> did you? Actually, I honestly thought you... you were making. I thought you were making a season eight joke, as if he's never watched it. That's where I
2: thought you were going with
3: it. <laughs> I, did you, I, I did honestly... you
2: finish season eight, Jamie?
3: I did. No, and James well, okay. nailed it. The reason I hated it so much was because they took so much time and care with literally the rest of the series. So for it to just sprint to the finish felt like a disservice to the entire show even well, if they're going to end it that way. So I thought you might've been serious with Jamie because
1: like, so my coworkers, once they heard or I told them about that, I was watching it. Like I heard from multiple people, like, and not in the same conversation, like, Hey, it's amazing. But do me a favor. And you're not, you don't have to do this. um, Stop watching after season seven and just be done with it. And like, I'm watching this show and anybody else that had watched it, I'm watching after season seven. I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding me? I spent like I spent 7 seasons getting to this climax. Season 8 is going to be the most epic thing in the world and it it was very very good. It just was rushed as Jamie put it. They put so much mm. love into it and then they and then they rushed these scenes. Um I and it was I don't know. It was still really really good. I was still super impressed with everything that they did. The storyline was great. I think my favorite part of just in general for it was Things you wanted to happen, maybe like something happened in season one and you're like, God, I hope this happens. Like they were really good about making like it happen, whether it was part of the books or not. I'm not sure. But as uh, like people like who were investing in this, like if you wanted a main character to like kill somebody or just have this really satisfying scene, like it, it, they generally got there. It just might have taken a couple seasons. It felt like to me that like I was never disappointed or rarely disappointed mm. with how they chose to complete a storyline. Uh, So yeah, it was, I don't know, it was a lot of fun, but we can have a, we can have a game of Thrones conversation another day.
2: Yeah. I just want to say one thing though, on that's like, it's cool now because if you ever do go back and watch it, um, from like the first episode of the first season, you're going to hear like names and stuff and you're going to be like, oh wow. Like just, at least for me anyway, like you start connecting all these dots a lot earlier and just. Every time I've I've rewatched it, I pick up like more than just a little bit of something new. Like it's it's always kind of refreshing. And yeah, the show was amazing. So yeah, it's awesome was, that you got through that. I'm kind of jealous that you were able to devour it in a <laughs> take short the period of time. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. And well, that's the thing in a show like that, especially after um, into a couple seasons, like where maybe it was even just in season two, three and four, where every episode just felt like such an epic not even cliffhanger, but like I need to know what happens next, and so yeah, it just want I want to go one after another. Uh, it's hard now in the days of binging to think, like gosh, how would I react if I had to wait week to week? Because um, like I don't know, even in watching Moon Knight, I didn't. I was like, oh, I gotta wait till next Wednesday. BS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, cool, episode over. <laughs> what else yeah, am was I gonna like do?
2: Such an event. I feel like for us, like we would. Like the following week we would watch, they would always replay like the previous week's episode before like the new one. So we, you know, would always, you know, end up watching it again, then the newest episode. And that was always kind of fun to go through. But yeah, those season ending cliffhangers were the worst. (laughs) Oh, I'd
1: imagine. (laughs) And now with like, uh, that's that's the one thing I feel like uh, Netflix um, and I know uh, COVID Really slowed things down for a lot of stuff, but I think about Stranger Things, which I think comes out like what this Friday or Sunday, or it's oh, or really it's that soon. It is, yeah, it's soon. I mean, and if it already came out, I don't know, but I would know it's um, within the next couple of weeks. And like, but I remember, like, what would, that was like two years ago, Fourth of July, <laughs> like I yeah. think when I watched the last season. And so these kids, I'm like, okay, so they're all 20 now. Um, so as far as like getting things out there like the content like so it's still relevant even lost in space season three was like a two-year stretch but again i i'm sure covid put a strain on all of this stuff uh where um me wanting to wait until like you know i can't wait till like a, a movie or a show ends in may or something like that and then you have the summer off and then it picks up again in you know uh september october november or something like that and it just that it didn't happen for a while with these shows so like yeah. you get you don't, you're not invested anymore or have to go back and rewatch these seasons. So I don't know. Very well
0: done. Dude. Everything you just said, though, is exactly why I don't watch many things that are like out and recent. I, I almost, I refuse to watch a show until the whole season's done. Uh, Cause I won't wait between episodes if I want to watch. And rarely will I watch a show. I mean, unless I really want to, I'll watch some of the Marvel Disney ones. Like, you know, I'm starting to watch Moon Knight. Um, but rarely will I even watch most series until they're like done because I, uh, I hate waiting. I got ruined by waiting for shows when I was younger. And now that I don't have to, I just live a little bit in the past and then I never have to wait anymore.
1: Do we, I think, uh, I think it was like, maybe it was last year where it was super frustrating because the boys, if you guys had watched that, like season one, I think Amazon threw all of it out there at once and you could binge it. And I think I binged it in a weekend. And then season two of the boys was a, like a Friday release and I, I was just like, what is this? Like, why do I have to wait? And it was just so aggravating. And I, I think season three of The Boys is coming up fairly soon here. But, Set but your was,
0: calendar for the day that the last episode drops and pretend that that's the day it releases. Smart. Boom, I like that binge idea.
1: It. Yeah, there's two release dates. One for the people who can't wait and the one the people that prefer to binge. yeah. <laughs> exactly you got other things to watch you can fill that time that's fine That's great i, I don't know that's just one more marketing tactic i think <laughs> just go for it <laughs> yeah release date binge date right exactly
3: streaming jamie date. <laughs> what what haven't you finished lately well so it, <laughs> since, since it'll probably be a while before this episode drops i am just i'm fucking elated for the avalanche who came out stanley cup champions we took the lightning <clears throat> to seven games <laughs> I mean, it was a tough out for us, but <laughs> God damn it, this was our year, and we did it, and I could not be more proud of this team, <laughs> so been watching a ton of hockey, and I-, I loved part one of Stranger Things 4. I'm a little nervous for Steve. He's stuck in the upside down. I don't know how they're going to get him out when part two releases in, well, like a month or two, but I think, you know, they really did some cool stuff with the, uh, you know, bringing uh, David Harbour back from Russia, and uh, man, that craziness with Will Byers, I didn't see that coming either. So I can't wait for the second one. Love Stranger Things 4, part one. Dude, you just pulled that out of your butt. That was amazing. That was awesome.
2: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean pulled that out of his butt? I'm, I've been watching it, too. It's real good.
3: Oh, yeah. it's, it's great, right? <laughs> All right. Well, let's go back in time. What, what what have you been up to? Back in time, I've been watching a lot of... Uh, Woke up this morning. Got a blue moon. Got a blue moon in your eyes. What? Got yourself a gun.
0: Got myself a
3: gun. Sorry, that's the Sopranos theme. I've had a couple drinks. It's been a long week of work. So if I get Mm. a little goofy, thanks for hanging with me, guys. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm Mm. still watching The Sopranos, season one. But, oh, um, wait, hold on. Should we be rooting for the avs to do better or worse? Which will influence your drinking to the positive for us? Oh god. I don't the St. Louis is kind of handling us right now in this first period, but they're also they're not calling a fucking thing. And St. Louis has had hands all over the boys. So I mean if So you want... we're, it's going the right direction and you're pouring another. Sounds
0: great. Correct.
2: <laughs> He's not gonna make it through this pod.
3: Alright, did I lose everyone? Nope, we're here. Um, I've been all watching right. The Sopranos, still good, after all these years. And yeah, excited to go back in time with you guys and Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt.
2: Yeah, let's do that. Uh, let's go still back to the year 2014. 2014. <inaudible> Alright. <inaudible> close up. Yeah. So yeah, Edge of Tomorrow had a budget of one, $178, 178 million. Uh, box office of three hundred and seventy point five million has a score uh, of on tomatoes a ninety one percent critic score ninety percent audience score average on IMDB is seven point nine and the Metacritic score is seventy one percent this his first of all James I think were you the only one out of the group that's seen this movie before uh is Tom Cruise in this movie oh yep then yes yeah. nice.
1: <laughs> i don't know what if i was the only one but i've definitely seen this movie clearly i sent you guys a screenshot of the blu-ray dvd
2: yeah <laughs> the the live die repeat hold,
0: yeah thing. hold on have Which, we figured out what is the title of this movie okay so here's
1: the, here's the deal so it is edge of tomorrow is the title of the film now it is based on a book uh, which also, if they do the sequel, the book title I think is fun, which is "All You Need Is Kill." All you need, need is, is kill.
2: kill. Um,
1: okay, but the live die repeat thing was it didn't do great in the U.S. It, it did great overseas. It all it made money and like and they um, essentially uh, green lit and everybody signed on board between Emily Blunt, Tom Cruise, and uh, Doug Liman the director to do the sequel. Live die repeat repeat or whatnot. Um, but uh, the "Live, Die, Repeat" came from just a remarketing in the U.S., so that's why, like it, it's the tagline. But apparently, like that piece of it was doing better overseas, like as like a title-wise. So, uh, very early on, or specifically for like I'd say Blu-ray and DVD release, they made the font size for the "Live, Die, Repeat." Way bigger than the actual title of the movie. That's why everybody thought that it was "Lived I Repeat." Maybe trying to trick people into this is a different movie.
0: <laughs> mm, I do yeah, kind huh, of remember yeah. being confused and and thinking, "Wait, didn't this movie come out?" I do remember that feeling. Almost like I lived that moment again, like having déjà vu. <laughs>
2: nice. I was even confused because I think when I I uh, brought up this movie. Um, for us to review on the pod. Like, I think I kept on calling it live, die, repeat. As well.
0: Yeah. But like that
2: was wasn't that like a proposed title by like one of the like directors or producers,
0: probably one of the producers, because
1: I think it was sold to everybody like, all right, guys, I got this movie idea It's based on this book. It's basically Groundhog's Day meets Starship Troopers.
3: Yep. Bingo. You guys, I just found an insider article with um, movies named different things in different countries. I'm just going to give you some highlights. There's some pretty good ones. I'm pretty excited so, about this. Yeah. So the Mighty Wait, hold on. Ducks. Can you give me the real? Like, can you go Space Jam? What do you think it's called
1: in Finland? Oh, that's a good and, one. Okay. So I, mean, I, do you, just, I, I don't know if we're going to be very good at that. <laughs> you,
3: you won't get the Mighty yeah. Ducks. I'll just tell you that one. <laughs> <laughs> mighty Strong Ducks. <laughs> Strong <laughs> Pigeons. Strong Pigeons. <laughs> 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 Coach
1: Bombay. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. T hockey coach got gets DUI.
3: <laughs> all, Captain all great, Charlie. <laughs> all great guesses. This one is simply champions. Walt Disney Pictures presents champions. Boo. Um, mm. th- this one's kind of funny. Um 13 going on 30, that Jennifer Gardner Freaky Friday kind of movie. Yeah. Um yeah. in Australia. Any guesses?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh my! God. Oh, what's it's, the it's, it's,
3: it's suddenly thirty.
2: um Thir- oh, I was gonna say oh. thirteen will get you twenty-five. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: Last two airplane in Australia, New Zealand is called flying high for some reason. Well. <laughs> Speaking of high, my personal favorite, so Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, is simply called Harold and Kumar get the munchies oh, in I think I outside of the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> There's Funny. some more was here, but it? I won't bore you. Dude, no, give us like two more. Okay, you want more? Um, Let's see. Yeah. I This fun. one cannot be real. Um, So <laughs> live free or die hard. Any guesses outside of the U.S.? Live free or die hard. Okay, yeah, it's got to have Die Hard in it.
1: Freedom it's, dies di-
3: hard. Good <laughs> guess. It's Die Hard 4.0. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's
1: probably why I didn't do great. That <laughs> right. was like that was a solid. Uh, I don't want to say it wasn't a reboot, but like you know, it had like that a ten or fifteen year hiatus for Die Hard series. So I thought that was a solid movie.
3: I think it got pretty decent reviews too. I don't know. That just sounds like a yeah, it sounds like a patch. Casey, is that the right terminology for?
0: Well, you see, normally we use major, minor, and revisions.
3: So here <laughs> we would
0: be looking for uh, Die Hard v4.0.0. 0.
3: 0. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up, Casey. You're a resident tech support guru.
0: Uh, you're uh, welcome.
3: <laughs> welcome. Um, Harry and the Hendersons was called Bigfoot and the Hendersons um let's That's see in the uk yep yeah <laughs> yeah and i there's not very many other good ones um zootopia was called zootropolis which seems way more complicated than the other small changes because they say zootopia a lot in the movie yeah so i bet
0: they fix it it's cartoon that'd be easy
2: well if it's maybe it's not you know English speaking nation, so maybe they just fix it in the subs.
0: Oh, sure. If it's a dub anyways. Yeah, yeah. But or I wouldn't be willing to bet that every line has both very if they planned it ahead of time. I bet they recorded both.
3: Depends on the market, right? Yeah. Well, okay, wait, I have an answer. It says in the UK, we decided to change the US title to Zootropolis to merely allow the film Mm -hmm. to have a unique title that works for UK audiences.
0: What's so maybe they didn't change anything and they still said Zootopia they just, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they just changed the title and changed nothing else oh that's funny
2: mm. uh, we like the tropolises, but not the topias
0: but uh, yeah that's, ha, ha, that's all from ha. that list <laughs> did you guys know that Harry and the Hendersons was just called Bigfoot and the Hendersons <laughs> <laughs> no no I live nice. that repeat. Yeah, and thirteen going on thirty.
2: <laughs> thirteen will get you it's called suddenly <laughs> thirty. Did you, know, did you know? Did you
0: guys know that? Hear about this? Oh, so
1: hold on, this movie came out in twenty fifteen. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> twenty
0: fourteen.
1: Not, not Henry and the Hen- Harry and the Henderson. Budget of one hundred and
0: seventy eight million. Box office uh, made three hundred and seventy point <laughs> <laughs> five million. Yeah, see, did fine. That's the China money. That is to the China money.
1: Uh, the film takes place in
0: 2020.
1: I'm like, man, they did predict the future. Good oh film. wow, really? Damn. Yeah, that
2: moved quick. All right, so what I so I start playing this movie and like right away with like the like the news reports and everything coming in, just how that beginning was cut. Like I was like in yeah, right away on oh, this yeah. film, and I was just I was like, wow, this is like. Uh, Robocop meets um, Starstrip ship troopers, man, like plus uh, Groundhog's Day. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I don't know why I had not seen this or wanted to see this. It was kind of maybe it was like I have some that are like anti Tom Cruise bias, but um, sorry, James.
1: It's totally but. fine. I I've said before and I'll <laughs> say it again. I will understand that. I think he is a little nuts does not mean I won't watch the shit out of his movies.
0: I think he's very entertaining. He he does what he does really well. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I so agree with that look. sentiment, too. When I watched this, I was like, why haven't I seen this? Why isn't why aren't other people talking about this? Yeah, and I,
2: I wish I would have really seen this in a movie theater. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, was, that'd be a fun one to see again. Because it just looks like it was it was done very well, and obviously there's lots of CGI in it, and it looks, I mean, from what I can recall seeing, it looked like it, it's aged very well. Um, it doesn't seem to be a case with a lot of movies, but <clears throat> they must have did some something with like the, the blue screen tech or did maybe did something similar like they did for like Dune but yeah i don't i thought it looked awesome it was a fun movie it was kind of silly at times but um yeah i mean i guess for me like the logic like fit um like some of like the the world that they're building but the ending i didn't really understand so i'm hoping that maybe when you guys would be able to explain it to me cuz um i'm not a movie genius but i don't know i really like this movie it's a lot of fun um if i were to rank rate it now on my letterbox i'd probably give it like a three and a half or a four so but yeah fun movie it's fun to watch How about you guys yeah i think
0: I'd, I'd give it a four as well uh i don't even know if i'd have to flirt with three and a half um I yeah, I th- like you said, I was hooked from from the jump, the whole him kind of just getting once once he tries to blackmail the like general from that point on and things it just like turns and gets like real serious. And then he's like suddenly, you know, in boot camp and then in battle. And then it's just it, it gets more and more intense. And then he, him in that initial battle, like the ang- you can like the anxiety is palpable, like you're following him as he's like a- about to die every second. Yeah. Um, It's awesome, and then you know, as as soon as the whole you know twist happens and he starts going back in time, yeah, I I was hooked. I don't. They could have probably gone any direction, Um, and and I I don't know. That was just. I thought it was a really good formula. Um, You're right. I think it did get kind of funny at times. I um, I was surprised, and I think it played really well at how when you find out that they had been driving up to the country over and over again. And he had at, at that point had just decided he wanted to like save her. Right. And get to know her right when they're out in that like yeah. village. And then, and he reveals that they've been out there over and over. Like that kind of blew my mind a little bit. Cause you kind of get comfortable you get comfortable with like, just a, you know, not really knowing where they are on the timeline, but I guess I didn't once they got that far out and got like a vehicle and made it, I kind of assumed that's what we were watching. Um, but then it, it almost felt like a little logic pull, like, yo, nope, you don't even think, you know, you don't know what you even think, you know, right. And he's like, psych, we've been this far many times. Uh, and I, yeah. we can't get further than this without one of us, di- or, you know, without you dying or whatever. I thought that was sweet. Um, and then, yeah, I thought the ending was really cool. I actually just rewatched um, the ending again recently today, just to, to fresh up on it. Cause that's the part I always forget um, because it's so much different. Um, it feels thematically from the rest of the movie, right? The whole movie, You know, you've got the intro, which is really intense, the first battle, but then most of it in the middle, uh, it feels kind of not like a bleak, you know, world destroying movie. It's almost like a, I don't know, buddy, buddy action film for a little bit is, you know, they're training together and and figuring it out and their relationships growing. Um, Even the parts when they're like getting across country, it's like, you know, now we're our relationships building and all this stuff. But then, man, that ending when. You know, after they, they go to Paris or whatever, from that point on, it's just dark and bleak and they're like flying that thing into the Louvre. Um, and then, yeah, when he dropping in the grenade and just holding the pins, I thought that was fantastic. What a good ending.
3: Yeah, that was awesome. How about you, Jamie, is
2: this your first time watching
3: this? Yeah, this was my first time. And just like you guys, I, I would similarly echo the fact that I, I couldn't believe I didn't see this. It just yeah, it hit me right away. It clicked. I, I thought it was so much fun um great sci-fi movie and this was kind of like we got a few of these around that time like this was kind of when district nine came out um oh, really? i'm trying to think was what it? else well it was a couple mm. years before but i feel like there was yeah. yeah like this five to seven year chunk where we got a ton of great like modern sci-fi like elysium is in there um pandorum um but i i really like that from the jump um tom cruise is not the guy you know he's he's uh the deserter he's has no confidence doesn't want to be there he's not the soldier because like I, in every movie he's the guy you know what yeah. I mean? he's, he's yep. maverick he's um whatever is ethan hunt but so that was different i kind of i, I really dug that I'm, I'm with you james i love tom cruise but i also thought it was really fun that yeah like i said he was not the guy um and yeah i like everything you guys said it really worked it really clicked i the time travel stuff was fun. That too was my favorite scene, Casey, when he's getting Emily Blunt coffee and she's like, Oh, where'd you find coffee? And then he kind of steps in it and she realizes that they've been there before. And um, yeah, I didn't expect it to be kind of a, kind of a love story. And that was, that was nice too. I'm a romantic at heart. So I really dug that. Yeah. What about you, James revisiting?
1: Uh, revisiting. I still really enjoy this movie. Uh, it had me catch a couple things i guess i maybe i did put it together uh, back in the day and i just didn't recall but uh it, the feel of their initial drop point on the beach like felt super d-day-ish and like i don't know if i ever really felt that before uh until this time and then even i think their uh thing was operation downfall which i think was a world war Two reference as well um so there i like it made me kind of think like in 20 more years if we redo this movie, but instead of making it futuristic, we throw it in the past and it's just World War II soldier restarting for some reason based on some sort of Nazi wizardry, like all the rest of our Marvel movies and <laughs> World War II sci-fi things come from. And it's just like, yeah, it's in a big metal suits so It's a regular gear and a knife and whatnot. And I don't know. I thought that could be a really fun film too. Um I really, uh, I really enjoyed this movie, and then like I think this is the movie where I really started falling in love with Emily Blunt. Um, I think I only really knew her from Devil Wears Prada, and where I'm like, oh, she's cute, and uh, she's fun in this movie as being a jerk, but like I didn't really hadn't seen her in anything. I feel like, and then this is the one where I really saw her as like the main character and uh, the diversity of Emily Blunt. So um, yeah, I'm on board. I like this movie, uh, Chad. I, w- I was really excited that you picked it when we were talking about. Should we do blockbuster movies? And this was your choice. And it seemed like you'd even hesitate um, with the answer to be in this movie, which was fun. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. It was uh, the funny thing. Oh, Jamie, you're raising your hand.
1: Yeah,
3: you can go first. I have an Emily Blunt tangent whenever there's time. I'm excited about that.
2: That's good. I was just going to say like, yeah, when it came down to movies, I was going to pick this or oblivion. I was like, oh, oblivion actually came out (laughs) not in the summer. So, but I think uh, Oblivion, that's another one I haven't seen, a Tom Cruise movie that I want to go back and see.
3: That's the other one I was trying to think of the name. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Oblivion. Good call. Um, So real quick with Emily Blunt, I, I have a personal nugget, a story, if you will, about her. So I was just recently in Denver a couple months ago with a buddy of mine, and he he spent some time in Hollywood. Um, I think he did a ton of camera work, cinematography. I know he did a ton of commercials and I was just kind of talking to him. He made me breakfast. Bless you. Um, I won't say his name cause I don't know uh, if this is public info or not, but he was at um, some is party Dave. No, Sorry. no, it, it's not Dave. <laughs> not Dave. But um, <laughs> no, he was, I, I just asked him if he ever rubbed shoulders or bumped into any famous people. And he said he was at this one event. I can't remember what it was for, but um, uh, Emily Blunt was there with John Krasinski, obviously they're married and a ton of other people, producers, directors. Um, I was like, Oh no way. And I was like, did you talk to any of them? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I was able to say hi to John super nice. You know, obviously we didn't talk long, but super, you know, um, amenable. And he said that of Emily Blunt, um, I asked, did anyone like kind of had that star power? And he said it was Emily Blunt. She was the one where, when she walked into the room, everybody in the room just kind of turned and stared and whatever that proverbial star power is, she was the one who had it. Like she was the one who owned the room. And I thought that was super interesting just to get kind of like a real life reporting of that. Because this was a room of a ton of famous people. And I guess she was the one who kind of had the energy in the room, whatever that leads
1: It leads me to believe that then like she entered her room and was obsessed with John Krasinski from the office because of the office and just sought him out and goes, hey, you and I are going to go on a date. <laughs> like, just, like right, right. Just, own, just owning it <laughs> and he's like uh yeah yeah okay <laughs> then looks at a camera
3: yeah and shrugs <laughs> well and i guess i'll date it. this beautiful woman <laughs> yep i did it but that that was all i had that was the end of the story i just i i wouldn't have guessed that uh you know you have a room full of movie stars who's the person who gets the most attention um i guess she's up there Yeah, I think this is like
2: the first movie that I can think of where I could just think of like, okay, this is maybe the first movie I've seen where she probably has a prominent role in that I can think of off the top of my head. But I love it. I think it's the first time you see her. It's like a shot from behind, you know, and it's kind of like a silhouette of her like walking from under that like crash ship. And she's like dragging like a sword.
1: Just dragging like this, yeah. Anime that's style so, yeah I was sword. like, oh my god, yeah.
2: this is yeah, it was so animated, just made me think of like Final Fantasy Seven or something. Oh, for sure, yeah.
1: No, trust so me, I think her, her first shot, which then also was probably why I fell in love with her, is I remember because she's in that, um, maybe it's not the first shot, but it's like the first shot when uh, Cage wakes up basically and goes to seek her out, and she's just planking on that gym floor oh, with yeah. all the metal mimics running around her and I'm, you're just like jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> just ripped and then also being like huge and sassy like I have something in my face who said you could talk to me <laughs> yeah that's probably also how she got to john. <laughs> john john you're just winning um i just sent you guys a uh, so guillermo and i don't know it doesn't say specifically if any of these are the concept art pieces he drew but they asked guillermo del toro to do the concept art for the mimics, but it sounds like they didn't use his uh, concept for the aliens. They look different in the movie, but I would be curious to see what Guillermo's did. I'm guessing it's some of the ones that look like they're more monstery than Starship Trooper, I guess.
2: (laughs) Oh, cool. Yeah, I still really like the design of the monsters. It was like the I don't know the the fast moving speed with like lots of tentacles. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and like the, was it like the different color? Was that like the mimics were like the, like yellowish?
1: Yeah, was yellowish, reddish. And like kind of the, ones?
2: what were the other ones called? The alphas?
1: Alphas were the blue. Like and then the, the, the Omega blue? was the. Was like the uh, mother. Vagina.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so it was the, the alpha that he killed, but it like. Was like the blood, like somehow. It
1: sounded like so if if the alpha was killed or an alpha was killed, it kind of sounded like in the brain hive, maybe it maybe it was a district situation. They killed the alpha and a certain piece of like, you know, three to six hundred mimics go down. Maybe all of them. I really don't know with that. I'm guessing it's just like with the mind hive, like his mimics go down if that alpha dies. Yeah. Uh, But when the alpha dies, it automatically had the omega reset the day. So they're like they could learn from their mistakes and continue on. Um and so I think it was just this two off where um Emily blood's character at at Verdun um killed an alpha and it bled into her as she was dying, or or maybe bled into her right. and then she died. Yeah. And then vice versa on the next one, or to Tom Cruise, and then that's how yeah, that happened. So I don't know, that'd be a fun little prequel not necessarily prequel but just a short that would have been a great like teaser i feel like if they imax this out is just showing emily blunt like this is round 700 of her replaying this verdun day and where she just dominates everything and becomes the angel of verdun and that is like the 15 minute teaser to this movie i think yeah, that, that would would be missed a missed opportunity yeah yeah
0: Or I think they should show (laughs) her origin story, like her getting it. But it would be short enough where you wouldn't show everything after that. You would just like, you'd see her die a few times and then you can like see her it click that she like uh, her understanding the powers and then you could just like zoom in on her eyes and then end it right. Like, cause you know what happens after that? She goes and wins the battle of Verdun. Yeah. I was going to say, she like, she finds that only person that believes
1: her that scientist. And he's like, what do you need? And she's like, I need a sword. <laughs> Everything. Not big enough.
2: <laughs> man. I'd watch that movie too. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I could think okay. it was like, I don't know, I was like thinking of like Vanquish, that video game. I don't know if you ever played that, but I don't know why. Maybe it's just like the, the body armor and the the fights, even though I don't think there's any crazy aliens in that game. But it still had maybe it's just like the the mech armor and stuff. But yeah, like I wasn't surprised when I read that this is based off. Um, it's said a light novel, but it's a looks like it was. Japanese a Japanese author. And then there was also somebody that did like a, a manga um it what uh, a version of that book too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, so I was like, I gotta get that. That might look cool. So look that up.
1: <clears throat> well, let's be good, Tom Cruise. I think uh I think it's next week already, Maverick Top Gun comes out. Um, I will be seeing that in the theater. Man, this is gonna be a heavy theater summer for me, I believe. But again, it was such a light theater summer the last couple of years, so yeah. Um, I don't know. Heavy I theater, I'm
2: hot theater summer.
1: Hot, hot because theater I'm summer. Hot <laughs> theater.
2: <laughs>
0: You're gonna buy hot tamales at every movie you go to. Oh, nope. the
1: worst candy. Oh <laughs> no, no, sorry, not the worst candy, that's good in plenties.
3: Good. Oh yeah, those are nasty <laughs> licorice, but like a ton of them. Yeah, let's give them licorice, but like lots. That sounds good. <laughs> don't right? they? The good and plenty are the black licorice, right? Yeah, but with like a candy coating, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like had a purple there, and yellow or yep, purple
0: and yep. white candy coating. Isn't there? And I've had it, I don't know what brand it is, but there's a red licorice one with candy coating. Ooh, now we're talking. Those are good. Yeah, those oh, are good. I think I've had um, those.
1: So if you guys haven't yet, what's the? They're like great in plenties. I was, was gonna know? say, well, those there's. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, uh, the Wallaby brand licorice that has the different flavors of licorice, which I have to say, yeah, like I, I enjoy it. those because they don't taste like, like it's, uh, it doesn't taste good. like evil. It doesn't taste like <laughs> licorice. It tastes like the <laughs> flavor you're getting. Yeah. Um. So, but Not they like have like flavored plastic, m- <laughs> right? But they have these. Uh, uh, they're called sour drops. So it's got the candy kind of coating. But they're sour licorice um, by Wallaby. Uh Awesome. Like they're that on par with Sour Patch Kids, I'd say. Um, so if you see those in the store, go nuts. Dude, I, I like can... that we
0: tangented to candy. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking. I had to look up good and
2: plenty because I wasn't clicking. And I was like, oh, my God, you could probably it's sell these at a box, party. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. It's like little pills. No, yeah.
2: Jamie, did you
1: see the signal uh, shot I just sent you? No, that's why everybody was confused on what the title was. <laughs> it's the it's the um, Blu-ray like cover and the live oh, yeah. I repeat is half the cover in the font size. And then underneath in the smaller of the font sizes, it says Edge of Tomorrow.
2: <laughs> I would. Well, I thought Edge of Tomorrow was like some new up and coming actor that had a yeah, like,
1: <laughs> it's Cruz Blunt, and Aquafina.
2: <laughs> Cruz Blunt, and Edge of Tomorrow. I did see on the the original uh, theatrical poster that they line the names up with the characters on the. Oh, always oh, so gratifying! It's big. That's good, That's yeah. good. dude. So, seriously, it's the that should be that like I a could. reoccurring like segment just to check. Check mark that,
1: Check well, that box. <laughs> yeah. Did we line right. them
3: up?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I don't it, have... Line
3: them up. Yep. Line yeah. them
1: up. Did it line up? Well, I like that. And then also like the taglines. Like, oh, hey, what's the tagline for this movie? Clearly this one is lived, die, repeat. But um, did I go on my tangent uh, last time we talked about the movie theater candy? Like when I went and saw Secrets of Dumbledore, I think. I probably did because I think I talked about Secrets of Dumbledore. But like... People, like me getting in traffic, like, and people cutting people off and road rage, like, that's not a thing that happens with me. It's not a thing that bothers me, but I know it gets a lot of people. (laughs) But what I found out during that movie, what gets me is... When the guy, like three chairs down, cuts a hole in the bag the size of a quarter and is trying to get his paw in there the whole goddamn movie. And all I want to do is just like, just rip the damn thing open. Just take, just rip the band aid off and open that damn thing and then pour it in your hand. Like, I was like almost in blind rage until I calmed myself down by realizing if I said something to them and then in turn it would have been probably some sort of altercation back, then I would have ruined the movie for not just him and myself. It would have been like, everybody in the theater and I'm like I'm not willing to do that I will do the greatest good for the greatest number and just suffer through this candy wrapper BS which at this point we spend so much movie on movie theater candy why are they not in most of them are in cardboard boxes and I do truly believe this is why is so you can pour them out more quietly but why can't all the candy that's in bags be in like the Ziploc bag container where you can take it home and zip it or it's just quieter plastic all right I'm done
2: yeah, well like the candy though right an, I swear it like comes in a box but inside the box is like a plastic bag yeah, probably to keep the, the
1: freshness you're yeah. not wrong because when you get milk duds that are <laughs> just in the box that those milk duds have been there since 1995 yeah they are no, <laughs> no, one,
2: no one likes milk duds
1: when I bring Nobody milk what?
0: duds into my pocket they melt
1: no milk duds are only okay when you get them on Halloween because it came in the pack with all the other stuff and that's what was left yep I mean I
0: won't seek out a milk dud, but I mean if it's there, I'll eat it. Okay, I concur with that. But nobody seeks it out. <laughs> same like same yeah. with the Rolo, right? Like I'll eat a Rolo, but I'm not gonna yeah. seek them
1: out. There's a lot of good candy that like unless it's <laughs> fresh, like even dots. Like I like dots, but like if they're not fresh dots, they're they are just so stale terrible. dots. Yeah, stale dots are ugh. Mm. That's what I yeah. want to start doing. Like when I'm mad at somebody and be like, you know what? I wish you get stale dots today. Just yeah. Like, I'm going to take my stale
2: dots and shoot you with my slingshot.
1: Oh my gosh. That is a good size.
0: That's what she said. Oh yeah. God. Jordan All right. This concludes Candy goal. Talk. <laughs> this week on Candy Talk. Candy Talk. Well, every time you
2: go to a, a theater, James, I want to hear like if there was like a candy experience.
1: Well, I mean, I think the pro tip that I had just so then when I, when I went to just to see how it feels, <laughs> followed by ouch ouch on my hair. Um, when I went to the bad guys with uh, it was me and a friend and his two daughters, uh, younger daughters, I think seven and four. And uh, before we went, um, I, like they were like talking about like, hey, we should go to Target and get some movie theater candy or get some candy for the movie and get you know so they don't have to stop and get concessions like most uh, families I would say probably do. Uh, I happen to have candy in my car because I'm an adult person, and you know, often wait, that sounded bad like I'm offering candy to kids in my car. anyways, <laughs> but uh just had Dude, it on the ready and so I was, <laughs> <best>. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, hey, I actually have some candy in the car. Should we see what the options are and if that you're interested in that? And it was uh uh the Albanese gummy worms, and then it was also if you guys haven't had these nerds clusters, yeah, oh, mm. they're so good. So basically, if you guys haven't had them, they're basically gummy bears, but then just covered in nerds. And so it's just like single serving clusters like that. And it's awesome. Uh, But both of those uh, came in Ziploc resealable bags. So when I brought them inside the house, we just, you know, made our own Ziploc baggie of candy for the theater. And guess what? When I opened that up, I didn't bother anybody. And it was delicious i love that this is like a thing that's awesome i talked more about candy on this thing than i did the movie i'm sorry tom (laughs) (laughs)
2: well back to the movie well sometimes when like a movie is so good and fun and entertaining it's sometimes it's hard to really say anything outside of like oh this is real a real fun and I think some of our best
1: content on pods has been the movies that were just either okay or yeah, not great. I would say.
2: Yeah. Like even like bottle
1: rocket, I think was like one of our, like it was more fun. I don't know about funnier for anybody else, but it was the more fun for, (laughs) I think us going back and forth on it. I think I I thought that was fun. Um, but nobody, I think in particularly was like, this is in my top 10 movies. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) What are we going to say, Casey? I was going to say, uh, Speaking of, you know, coming back over and over, you know, dying and coming back, like Groundhog's Day. Uh, what was that? Red, red something. What was the Netflix show? Oh, Russian yeah. Doll. Not Russian red Doll. something. Yep. Russian Doll season yeah. two is coming out. It's already out. Oh, is it out? Shoot! Yep. Did you watch that yet? I haven't. Oh, tell me what that's about. Right. I always well,
1: see. I always see the poster. But
0: I don't know. What oh, you haven't about. seen Russian Doll? That's I a pretty not. quick watch. I would give okay, that a quick. It's it's like what six or seven episodes. Yeah, but it's kind of the same premise. You know, the whole like you know you die, you come back to life thing happens to someone else, and it's in a more, it's, you know, it's the chick from Str- from Orange Is a New Black. Yeah, Natasha something. Yeah, it happens to like her. She's living in New York, so you're like in the city, and you know, following her, and it, it's awesome. It's really cool.
1: Okay, good. I've been looking for a new show. I don't want to just... spoil
0: anything, so I'll just that's the premise. It's the same kind of concept. She's the main person, uh, and it's good. I just yeah, watched so I was, was looking a for a new show and I just watched
1: White Lotus. They may watch that show. Oh. Is that yeah. like
0: this too? No, 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 no
1: not at all. No. But like I okay. was just I just wanted to say like Jamie, I think I heard you say yes. Um this movie gave me such secondhand uncomfortability. Uh worse than like season 1 of the office. I finished it but I was so uncomfortable based on what the characters were talking about doing facial expressions. I was like it was like I had that like weird laughter, guilt laughter or whatever it called it, I don't know.
3: <laughs> oh, in White Lotus, you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a privileged people behaving badly on vacation. It's like fantastic,
1: the main guy who's complaining about all the hotel stuff and trying to get free things out of the hotel management like I dated a girl like that, and I was getting like I think I was having p t s d over it where I was like, nope, nope, can't oh, do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just nobody cares, just be a good person, you're on vacation, stop, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, i can i I couldn't get too far into that, wasn't not your jam it for me. yeah. Dang it! Dang it! Yeah, I didn't finish it. That's just oh. Welcome
3: to my world. (laughs) No, I had an important question though. Has um, has anyone had a Groundhog's Day type of experience? Personally, major déjà vu. Yeah, or yeah, major major déjà vu. You're living the same day over and over again. Maybe doing the same task. Maybe it's. Certain oh, when week. I
2: used to work, when I used to work <laughs> um, a factory job, I was working at a temp service. Here we go. I don't know why. Well, because I lived in a small rural town, and I there wasn't very many jobs. And if you wanted to make a little bit more uh skrill, you know, you worked at a factory. And man, that is uh if you want to talk about doing the, some monotonous work like 12, 12 and a half hour shifts, like doing the same thing, like every minute.
0: Oof. Was I this the building? You can't
2: Yeah. We're like, there's just windows at the top of the building. So like, and it was during the winter. So you'd, you'd get the work. It'd be pitch black. Then you'd go home and be pitch black. And like some part of the day, like the sun, you'd see the sun like peek through like the tiny windows at the top of the building. Like, you know, and like, oh, look at me. Remember me? <laughs> Are you work, allowed like, to wear
0: headphones or anything for that?
2: No, no. Safety. See, that's this, the bummer. And this would have been in 19. 1996 ish. 95, 96. So like me just graduated from high school, you know, I wasn't a, going to college. A player that
1: only could fast forward and couldn't rewind. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like big ass headphones, <laughs> or maybe you had like those ones that had like the band, but like they went in your ear, but they were always really uncomfortable. Yeah, it was, like, mm-hmm. they were like out of layer. Yeah, <laughs> so that would be
3: my experience. Casey James Groundhog Day experience. Nothing off the top of
1: the, my head worth mentioning, I guess. I, I
2: did have like a weird series of like I would have I would dream and like there'd be somebody in my dream that I haven't seen for a really long time. And like the very next day I would see them. So you were oh, seeing the weird. future? It was like it was like it was Astro like projecting. with it, it happened to me like three times in a week. It was weird. It's, I call it coincidence, but yeah, it's like people I hadn't seen in like years. And like people from where I like I graduated from high school, and this all happened when I worked at the uh, um, Bloomington Target. And oh, I like, funny. Had a funny! And also, like randomly, would see somebody be like, "Oh, hey, hi!" The, I haven't seen you in whatever, but there was that. I remember when I was a kid too; I had a dream that I was playing with a Optimus Prime transformer, and then that next day, I got an Optimus Prime transformer.
3: What you, you're just
2: putting it out there in the universe, man. Yeah, I know. That's the secret. <laughs> 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 is that all the secret is?
1: Yeah, that's all the me. secret is. Yeah. Isn't oh it, my like, gosh! You,
0: you the secret is just kind of willing what you want into existence. It's kind of just being like optimistic and thinking about what you want. I, I don't know. That's. I guess I can't say that I, I haven't actually read it. I've only it's heard a it grift. So
2: it's a grift. It's a it's a motivational. You know what it is? Grift.
0: It's religion without, like, a deity. Yeah. It's just the same kind of, like, instead of, you know, let God do it for you, pray to God, let him do it. It's, you know, just think about what you want, you know? Kill them all. Let God sort them out. I have not had, (laughs) I haven't had, the only experience I have that's kind of Groundhog Day is really, um, it's going to come off really, oh, good for you. But I, my wife and I traveled to Ireland on vacation at one point and got to you know see the sights. So we went to specifically like the Cliffs of Moher out in the west side. You know the really tall cliffs on the ocean. that are really cool, um, and then a, a bunch of other little things too. Um, but then I ended up uh, like two or three years later um, getting sent there on a work trip to go like work with a team over there for a week and a half, two weeks. And when I was there, we actually did a couple of things that, I, you know, the same exact things that I did when I was there with my wife. We did the Guinness tour. You know, we did all these other, you know, things in Dublin. Uh, we even saw, you know, had sex in the same hotel. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't come with me, so that'd be
2: really weird. <laughs> that's, that's what I was but... trying to get across. Yeah. But... <laughs>
0: So I guess that was pretty funny that, I don't know, like, it, it, I don't think that that'll ever happen to me that I'll get to go, like, see some, you know, go traveling somewhere yeah. far, far away again, right? Why would yeah. I spend the money to go back to the same place I've already been?
3: Right. That's a good one. Did the Guinness taste as good on draft in Ireland? Oh,
0: dude, it's it's ruined, man. If Once you've had it at the source, even if you've had it in, uh, like, England, that's close enough where it's still the good stuff. Ah, uh, I can't drink it here.
3: I'm with you, man. I am with you. And I'm in it, Chad, but it's I'm amazing in, there.
1: Chad, it was Casey masturbating while somebody else watched. So that that was very that was much the, the same. For, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Well,
0: see, there's the thing. I didn't know anyone was watching.
2: <laughs> but
1: James
0: was I,
3: watching. <laughs> toy just trying to dingle my dangle in the fair land
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Emerald Isle. Is that
0: on uh, Simpsons I'm not
3: sure. If, is that an impression or a recollection? I don't know. A little I, bit of both. Yes. I became the <laughs> alpha. I I don't know that that was about to get weird. I stopped it, paused it. Mm. K- Casey, mine is also vacation related though. I was um I did a semester in Guatemala my junior year, and then after that. Um, by the way, if you want to learn Spanish, don't go to Spain. Spain's great, but you can kind of the cheat code is that everyone speaks English there. You need to go to Latin or South America. Um, I was a fluent Spanish speaker after you know, living in Guatemala for four months. So me and two buddies went to El Salvador um, on a little surfing trip afterwards. And we went to a place called Playa El Zonte. It's one of those places that you simultaneously want everyone to know about because it's like the best kept secret in the world. And they need more tourists and more people to know about it, but also nobody because it's such a great spot. So basically we just, we um, stayed on the beach and we all shared a room as like a hostile situation, three of us in the same room. And we just got up for three days. We woke up in the morning, surfed, swam in for lunch, ate, napped in the hammock, read my book, woke up around four or five, surfed, came in for dinner, went to bed, woke up, did it all again for three days in a row. Like, I'm not a religious man, but that was pretty goddamn close to heaven. So that would would be my uh, Groundhog Day. Playa El Zonte, El Salvador. Uh, Spanish for play in the zone
2: (laughs) I don't don't know what El Zonte (laughs) means but by his
3: beach it's the beach of El Zonte the beach of the zone yes Yes, exactly James it was El (laughs) Niño Spanish for (laughs) the The Niño (laughs)
1: <laughs> Was that SNL? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Chris Farley. Yeah. I remember that.
2: Oh, man.
0: Is that all we got? Did, did you da, make it da, to da. the Jameson distillery? The second time I went, I did. Oh. And you know what? So, again, this is going to sound really out good for you. But at this point in my life, when we were there, I'd, I had already been to Scotland and we'd stayed out on an island, the island of Isla, uh, which is just filled with scotch distilleries. We went on a bunch of tours there. So by then I had gone on many, many, you know, whiskey distilling tours where I've learned how they make whiskey. So having it like fed to me in a very branded way, because, you know, Jameson's owned <laughs> by, I think, a big brand at this point. So it was a very uh, heavy handed, uh, you know, corporate type of, of experience, which was kind of a bummer, but other than that, it was good. And, uh, you know, he got some drinks, so.
3: You put stickers and on it, bottles at the end of that tour.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. But th- there was some, I mean, obviously because it was corporate, they could do some cool stuff. So there's like, sh- you know, entire chandeliers made of, you know, Jameson bottles and things like that. So oh, if nice. you enjoy Jameson, which I do, it was, uh, I would say it's worth going to do. Um, I wouldn't like seek it out if you're not really into it. Guinness if you hate beer go to Guinness that place is like Willy Wonka it is the coolest place um it is worth every cent to go there uh it's it is like really going to Willy Wonka of beer um and even if you've you know you know how beer is made it's really cool to kind of walk through there the way that they kind of present it um and there's a lot of cool stuff and lots of you know beer beer
2: all right to so wrap her up
1: that's what she said. That's That's what, her. She
0: said. <laughs> what is she wrapping Christmas presents? <laughs> My dick in a box. All right. So, uh... <laughs> Bravo.
2: Bravo. <laughs> All right. I know I said I, I am behind on editing episodes. Um, this episode now is episode number eight. <laughs> that I need to edit and post. Um so yeah, I will do that. I know we talked about taking a break over the summer. I just think for me like the, unless we can do like a like a Tuesday afternoon or like a weekday afternoon recording, I just the evenings during the summertime just start to get a little tough um, too much for me. And plus, I just want everyone to enjoy the summer evenings because I think summertime in Minnesota is, you know, the days come, you know, they're rare. What do you call it? Scarcity of summer as you go into a Minnesota winter. So also but, the title of Chad's next album <laughs> is,
0: is what?
1: <laughs> the title of Chad's next album, the scarcity of summer, scarcity of summer.
3: Let's follow up That's the hazy shade month. of winter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that that makes sense. And your backlog. I mean, that'll get us through summer, like you said, right?
2: Yeah, and I think that gets us to, like, 87 episodes total. And then, um, yeah, then we'll be heading towards episode 100. Wow. I think before the end of the year, if we keep on, like, the get back to, like, the weekly thing. So, but, yeah. Before we go, I want to thank you for downloading this episode of movie time machine remember new episodes will drop on monday as soon as i finish them you can message and follow us on twitter at movie machine pod thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time Bye. bye. if the bye. abs win the stanley cup but they're losing one nothing right now And Game Two against
3: the blues bye plenty hockey left